I popped into the supermarket earlier today just to grab a couple of bits as you do. And one thing I always do is I look over at the newspaper stand. I had a quick glance over just to see what the headlines are of the day. And you know yourself, it's usually absolute junk and trash these days. But today was quite interesting because every single headline looked like this. And this reads out apocalyptic warning over food prices. I looked at the other headlines and it was the same thing on all of these newspapers. They're all talking now about the issue with food uh, prices. Of course, this is a, you know, you and I, everyone, all the subscribers on the channel, we're conspiracy theorists, aren't we? You know, we were, we were just trying to scaremonger everyone about these food prices and, and everything else and, you know, the crisis that's coming. But now we have the governor, Andrew Bailey. So this was on uh, BBC News earlier as well. So this was on BBC Global, not local news, but global news. And the headline is bank governor in apocalyptic warning over rising food prices. And I think personally, he's just trying to deflect sort of the whole situation at the moment of rising inflation because, you know, even though they're all in it together, the politicians have now turned on uh, Andrew Bailey and said, it's his fault. He's the one for all of this rising inflation. It's not us. So uh, obviously Andrew Bailey now, he's just done this press conference and he's just let loose. He has just lifted the lid on what's happening with food prices. So one statement he said, Mr. Bailey warns that a very big income shock from the increase in global goods prices would hit demand in the economy and push up unemployment. So he's just gone at it with both uh, barrels here. He's just let rip and said, uh, issues with food, unemployment, you're gonna have all the goods and services starting to cost more. Um, it's just gonna be chaotic. But I wanna bring your attention to the shared screen a moment because if you remember, I think it was 10 days ago now, um, this video here, so 10 days ago, Prediction, India will ban wheat exports. And then I talked about the 10 countries that were in big trouble. Well, what has just been announced uh, yesterday, global wheat prices jump after India export ban. So this has actually uh, happened now. It has come about. India have banned their wheat export. Now, this is going to cause an issue for those 10 countries that I mentioned. So number one, Bangladesh. Number two, Nepal. So these are the top 10 in order biggest importers of uh, wheat from India. So Bangladesh, Nepal, the UAE, United Arab Emirates, Sri Lanka, we'll talk about that in a moment, Yemen, Afghanistan, Qatar, Indonesia, Oman, and Malaysia. We had a lot of Malaysian people who are subscribers talking about this, actually commenting the last time about this uh, food crisis. These food warnings are everywhere now. I mean, this is tiny in comparison to the global scale, but I've seen over the last few days all of these articles and news headlines about the good old-fashioned, you know, British fish and chip shop may close. So up to two-thirds of British fish and chip shops will close, uh, apparently, in the next year or so. I don't have the data on that. I'm just reading out what I've seen in, in the media over the last day or so. Of course, we have the baby formula shortage as well. This is another big one baby formula. And it's very interesting. A lot of the comments from my video on Friday were saying all the baby formula is at the border. And obviously it's a very controversial sort of subject. So I have been looking into it and it does appear as though there are large stockpiles of this baby formula on the Mexican US border. I'll leave you to drop a comment below 
on what you actually uh, think of this. But I do wanna give you a couple of tips in regards to what you can actually do. So we'll come on to that in a moment, but let's just go on to the last article here. And that is about Sri Lanka. So you remember I started talking about this four or five uh, weeks ago now, and I said that they would collapse their you know, sovereign debt, etc., and that they were trying to get an IMF loan. So that looks as though it's been approved, 300 to 600 million dollars. However, that is not gonna go very far at all. That is just, it, they probably should have not even taken that loan in, in all fairness. To be in debt to the IMF, the worst people you could ever be in debt to, in my personal opinion. So here we go. It's worth mentioning that the island nation has been experiencing its worst economic crisis in history. The country has huge debt obligations and dwindling foreign reserves and has been struggling to pay for imports, causing a shortage of essentials. Citizens were forced to stand in long fuel lines, cooking gas and medicines. So this gives us a really, really good indication for our nations of, you know, when you look to other nations, what were the shortages, what were the problems? And then you can look to your own country and then be ahead of the curve. Again, this was just released last night. Uh, Sri Lanka to run out of oil today as streets break out into chaos. There is absolute chaos right now in Sri Lanka. We've run out of petrol at the moment. We only have petrol stocks for a single day. The next couple of months will be the most difficult ones of our lives. I have no desire to hide the truth and lie to the public. Although these facts are unpleasant and terrifying, this is the true situation. Sri Lanka's electrical grid is primarily fueled by oil. So there could be rolling 15 hour blackouts every day for the country's population of 21 million. Now again, apply this to your own country, rolling blackouts every day for X million, however many are in your country. So what's causing this crisis? Well, according to this, it's foreign exchange shortage, rampant inflation and shortages in food and fuel. What are we seeing at the moment? The same thing in the West, fuel shortage, food shortage, inflation. So Sri Lanka are only X amount of months, however many you wanna say, ahead of the Western nations. Why, again, this is something I said last week on Friday, it was all about the organic farming program, which I said was a big mistake because it probably cut their agricultural output by about 75% or so. Due to the policy, rice yields crashed by 20% in the first six months of implementing the mandate. Additionally, the country's tea production was heavily rocked. Protesters have taken to the street to voice their opposition to the government's mishandling of the economy. Now, this is the bit I want you to pay careful attention to. Videos on social media show protesters trashing luxury vehicles and mobs hunting down wealthy Sri Lankans on the streets. Just read into that what you will. What do you think they're doing to these people when they hunt them down or go to their homes, which is a thing they're not mentioning, which is also happening. So I said I would give you a little bit of um, advice then on what you can actually do here to prepare. And again, you can watch my food preparation sort of playlist on the channel here, just some of the things, because again, we've been talking about this, you and I, if you're a subscriber, we've been talking about this for months now. And it's only now hitting the public. All the forecasts that, that I've made and that some of you have made as well on the channel and in the comments helped me with some of my forecasts. And again, remember, this is a community. This isn't just me here sitting here talking at you. I'm talking with you because we're a community and we've got a community spirit. The more you read the comments and, and comment, 
the actual better that we get our forecast. So let's uh, take a couple of points that I've been doing anyway. Number one, I wouldn't wait if you haven't got enough food. And by the way, 99% of you haven't got enough food. I'm, I'm just going to come out and say that. You do not have enough food. Even when people say to me, Neil, I've got, oh, I've got all this food. Look what I've got. I, you know, I've, I've looked at it. Or when people have sent me images, there is not enough food there. You know, having, you know, 50 kilos of rice or something, that, that is not going to sustain you, right? You'll get bored of eating things like that. But yes, you know, price of calorie, cheapness of calorie, you're not going to be rice, okay, uh, granted. So these are the sort of things you can buy. But then you get people saying, no, 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 don't go out and hoard. Don't go out to supermarkets and buy these bulk bags. What do you think they're on sale for? Why would you not go and buy one of these massive bags? They're there to be sold. You're not hoarding. You're not stealing from other people. This is just media propaganda that's being put out. That is why those bags are in the supermarket, for you to go and buy one. Hello? Goodness me, these, these comments and, and, and the media out, uh, lies that keep, keep getting put out are ridiculous. Things like that. What did I say? Wheat. So that would be your pastas and things like that. Go and buy yourself one of these again. These big bags of pasta. If you don't want to go to the supermarket, go to a wholesaler. Go to a cash and carry or whatever you call it in your, in your country. Go and buy yourself some of this stuff and then learn how to actually store it long term. As I mentioned, my wife and I, our, some of our food that we've got now stored will last 25 years. We've done it properly. We've done it with oxygen absorbers and mylar bags. Look into this. If you want me to make a video on it, I mean, I can do it, but this isn't a prepping channel, although it seems to be going, going that way. But yeah, mylar bags, oxygen absorbers, and then a sealer, or you know, you can try using an iron if you want to seal them that way, but a sealer. Get all the stuff I've been talking about, all of your grains and legumes and you know, all these things that are going to last you a long time. In fact, if you go back on some of those videos on the playlist, I've put a list on two of those videos that my wife and I put together. There is a list on there of long life food that you should uh, store. What else have we bought? We've bought those sort of uh, huge 16 kilogram bags of flour because we make our own bread. That's what we do every day. We, we make our own bread. We have a bread maker. And I've seen people say, well, Neil, I can't afford 300 pounds or dollars for a bread maker. I don't know what bread maker you're looking at, but the one we purchased was only about 30, 30 pounds, 35 pounds, something like that. It's not as if they're, you know, hundreds of dollars or something. You'll save a lot of money in the long run and, and it's nicer anyway to bake your own bread. But yeah, that's the, the main things I wanted to talk about, really. Just bulk buy that food now because I can almost guarantee now that these headlines are coming out, and at the moment they're talking about pricing specifically. But when you start seeing all the headlines about shortages, okay, not pricing, but shortages, this is when it's going to explode. The public are going to go out and they're going to buy bulk. They're, they're, they're the ones that are going to hoard. Let me just be clear on this. All the people that are saying, don't hoard, don't hoard, you know, don't go out and buy food. If, you know, the government and the media and those people didn't say that in the first place, and people were buying lots of food in order to store, you know, however much at home, it would have created a pull on the supply chain in the first place. This whole situation could have been averted because you would have created a pull and then the supermarkets would have had to order more food in, right? But now because this hasn't happened, they've just been ordering, you know, what people have been 
you know, going out and buying. So they've gone a few months ahead with their, you know, their orders and things. And now you're going to have an even bigger problem. You see, all this sort of common sense is not quite so common these days. You've really got to think for yourself and you've, you've got to prepare with this stuff now. Honestly, once the masses and the public finds out about what is going on and what's happening with the food supply, they are going to go out and they're the ones that are going to hoard and they're going to panic. And if you don't prepare now, you are going to be left short. So that is my guidance. I would go out and I would get what you need today. I'm not saying go to the supermarkets and just strip the shelves bare and hoard and things like that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying just make sure that you are not uh, ill-prepared for what is coming. If you need to go to multiple supermarkets, a little bit here, a little bit there, because you don't want to cause any, you know, sort of gaps in the shelves, then do that. Whatever you think is the right thing to do for you and your family, go out and do that. But all right, thanks for watching today. I will see you again tomorrow. Take care. God bless and see you soon.